All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp. I'm super excited because we have a bootcamp expert on the week uh, on the line this week. The last couple of weeks, you know, there's been a lot of sales experts, a lot of marketing experts. They're great, but here we've got someone down in the trenches. So a little bit about this person there. They run Believe Health and Fitness, also from Australia, which is also cool when I get someone else from Down Under to podcast. Now, this person runs a boot camp. They run challenges. And at each challenge they run, they get a minimum of 120 people. So I'm not too, too sure of the duration. I'm sure this person will tell me in a sec. But let's say she's running 12-week challenges. Every 12 weeks, there's 120 people in this challenge, which is pretty cool. My record was 105. So she's beaten my record. So I'm a little bit jealous. But it gets even better because not only does she get 120 people in each challenge, she's in a small country town which only has 12,000 people which means that if my maths is correct, I think that's 10% of the population is training with this person here. Now, I'm from Sydney. If I had 10% of Sydney training with me, that would mean I've got 500,000 people in my boot camp. So it's a very impressive effort. But anyways, without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Ms. Haley Warner from Believe Health and Fitness. Haley, how are you? I'm well, thanks, Jono. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you very much for your time. I know with 120 clients, I understand how busy you must be. So I'm very appreciative that you're spending a few minutes to talk with us. Now, Haley, I like to start. Awesome. I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Yeah, look, I've got a couple for you, Jono. Is that okay? Yes, I love them. You can, we could do the whole podcast talking about these if you want. <laughs> look, so the first one, I thought about this and I thought there's two different aspects to it. So I thought the first one would be um, good for trainers to think about with their, their own business. Um, and it's something that I actually wrote myself and I talk about with the trainers who that I have work for me. Um, and so basically it's, it's not about how many people attend your sessions or join your challenges. It's not about money or ego or competing. It's about helping that one person who didn't believe in their own power to grow. If I can do that, I'm happy as. Wow. And that's something that myself and my trainers, we sort of stand by and that's why we do what we do. I love that. Um, and what? I talk about with my clients what's their why? And I talk about with my trainers, what's your why? And that's our why. Um, so that's my quote, one of the, the quotes. Can I expand? Because I love that. Can I expand a little bit on that? You sure can. Go for it. Awesome. Are you a Simon Sinek fan, by the way, there, Haley? Love him. Love awesome. him. Yep. So you're, you're listening to this and you, you might hear you know, different guests on this podcast around the place talking about your why. Uh, check out Simon Sinek. That's his specialty. And I love what Haley said there, and I'll, I'll uh, give two takes on it. A, from a boot camp instructor and working with other boot camp instructors, what can happen a lot of the time is, you know, you've got, you think 20 people's coming down to your session and then one person comes down, 
And then you can be upset as the boot camp instructor. Oh man, I went to all this effort and set up and planning and one person coming down, you know, that sucks. Well, hey, I, I'm with Haley. I think think of it complete opposite. If you can change that one person's life, that's a good thing. See it like instead of, oh no, only one person came awesome. One person came. This is so exciting. I can't wait to give this person the best session ever in their life and give them the best possible experience. And then also on the social media side of things. Now I work more on the social media side of things, right? And it's very easy for someone to do a video on social media and be like, oh no, I posted a video and only one person liked it. I'm going to go and delete it. Well, hey, I recommend that same philosophy as well. Hey, you posted a video, someone liked it. That's awesome. You've potentially made that person's life. You've potentially changed that person's day. That's a good thing. So I, I love your quote there, Haley. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it up. And I'm excited for the next one. Can it back up that, that okay. first one? <laughs> okay, so I did not write this second one. This is just something that I've come across. Um, and it's for clients. And it's something I say to people who, when they're starting our boot camp, you're never going to be 100% ready and it's never mm. going to be just the right time. But mm. that's the point. It means that every moment is also the right moment. If you want it, you just have to do it. I love that. I love that so much yeah. as well. And that can be, um, man, that's a good life philosophy as well, right? It's good for clients. It's good for, um, for trainers as well. It's like, if you are a hundred percent ready, hey, you'd already have done it. You know, if you're going to sign up a boot camp and you're a hundred percent ready to do it, you probably wouldn't need that boot camp because you're already fit enough. So the whole point of it is that hey, you're signing up because you're not where you want to be. And this is how you're going to get to be there. And oh, especially never the right time. Like <laughs> I've never met once spoken to someone that's like, yeah, hey, I've just got so much free time on my hands. I might just go and sign up to do extra stuff. You know, that, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's like, if you want it, you got to make time for it. So I love Jump that. Jump give it a go. 100%. Good sales objection as well. If someone's like, hey, I want to do this boot camp, but I'm not sure if I'm ready. I'm not sure if I've got time. Well, hey. You're never going to be 100% ready. It's never going to be 100 the perfect set time. Do you want it? Yes or no? So I, I love that there. Now, what I'd like to talk about today, Haley, is am I right in saying you've been in the industry four years? Yeah, so around 2015, I got into it. Yeah, I was actually a teacher beforehand. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Well, what I would love yeah. to hear is what's happened in these last four years. If you could run my listeners through for the next 20, 30 minutes, because they may be listening to this and they may be like, hey, I've just finished my qualifications or, hey, I've just, uh, I'm running a boot camp and it's, it's, just starting off or, hey, I'm running a boot camp and I'm going okay, but it doesn't have 120 people every single time. I want to be where Haley is in the next four years or in the next two years or in the next 12 months. If you could share that journey with us and then if there's any, so share it specifically to you and if there's any tips along the way that you think our trainers could benefit from, just even stop in the middle of the story and say, hey, so if you're listening to this, here's my advice. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Microphone's okay. yours. So Yes, no way. So basically, what? Uh, <laughs> okay, I was, um, yeah, so I was a teacher and I did my Cert 3, Cert 4 in fitness. You know, I'd done a few other courses around. Um, and yeah, so we started up sort of, you know, small group training and we'd go down to um, our local footy club. Um, and, you know, we'd sort of just advertise on our local community notice board and say, hey, we're running a bit of a, some fitness sessions down here. You know, we started off with, quite small numbers um so 
you know, we'd have maybe five or six people turn up to a session, which was great. Um, and they weren't at that stage. We didn't run them as challenges. It was, it was a little more casual. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing <laughs> at the time. Um, I, I didn't have a lot of experience um, in running fitness sessions. You know, I had a lot of experience in working with high school kids. Um, but, yeah, so we started um, by just going down to our local park. We had, um, you know, a few kids, a few guys come along. It was guys and girls at the time. Um, and basically, yeah, we went along like that for probably a year, a year and a half. Um, and then I thought to myself, what we need to do is we need to find a bit of a niche. Mm. Um, you know, at the moment it's very general and we could, we don't have people really committed to what we're doing. It's very casual. Um, so what we wanted to do is we wanted to try and create a bit of a community feel, um, with what we had. So we decided to put together 10 week challenges. Um, I know a lot of people do eight or 12, but we thought 10 weeks was good because we wanted to base it around um, women and um, not just mums, but we do have a lot of mums who come along. So we thought school terms would be great. Um, so we based it around 10 week challenges. And what we do is we actually um, started to create themes to go with our challenges. So at the moment we're doing what we call the total wellbeing challenge. Um, and we base everything that we do within our 10 weeks around that particular theme. Um, so, yeah, so we slowly started building it up. Obviously, you know, our first challenge, I think we maybe had 30 people sign up, um, which was good. Um, and then, we sort of carried on that way, I can, guess. Can, for... I, can I uh, just interject a little bit here? So I'm yes. curious there, Haley. You went from five yep. people per session to 30 yep. people in that challenge. Are there any tips you can yeah. share? If someone's listening to this and they're like, man, I'm only getting five, six people, how can I get from five or six yep. to 30, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think we did things a little bit different. I think putting it together as a bit of a package helped. Mm rather than um, initially just saying, you know, oh, it's 15 bucks, come down and we'll run a bucks. session. Yeah, yeah we, we sort of gave them a bit of value add, I guess. Mm. Um, you know, so we'd say, right, well, we're running a 10-week challenge and in that 10-week challenge you get, I think at the time it was maybe, I don't know, seven classes a week. You will get um, a couple of home workouts. You'll get, um, I don't know what else we gave them at that time, but... Yeah, so we put it together as, as a small package at that time um, and priced it accordingly. Um, and we said, yeah, you can come to unlimited sessions for that. Mm, yes. And I think by doing that, you get the Facebook page as well. Before that, we didn't have a Facebook page. You know, so by adding a little bit of value to it and making it feel a little bit more like a community, that sort of enticed people. Yes. So I'll, I'll give a, a bit of an expansion there. I love that, that response yeah. there because I've never met not one successful trainer that does the, Hey, meet me at the park. It's 10 bucks a session. I have not met yeah. one trainer that runs a successful business like that. And I think everyone half knows that as well. There's a bit of fear sometimes where it's like, Oh, I'm worried if, you know, I get people on direct debit or they pay up front and they don't come to the session, then, you know, I'll feel bad. And there's a bit of that mindset there. 
But if you're adding more value, all that's irrelevant because it's like, all right, hey, even if I don't come to a session, I've got this amazing community. I get the home workouts. I get the nutrition guidelines. I get the, the Facebook group and all that side of things there. So if you're listening to this, there's the first takeaway. It's like, okay, you're running a boot camp. Nobody just wants to pay 15 bucks to go to the park. And people that do that aren't going to be that committed anyway. So an easy step you can make is put together some sort of a, a challenge or a package. And how can you stack up as much value as possible? If you do that, people will be more likely to register for that. And also, it's, it's not only will they be more committed, they have to be more committed because they don't have a choice. It's like if you sign up, well, hey, that client you've now got for 10 weeks. Whether they want to or not, they've, they've signed up for the 10 weeks. But if yeah. you're doing the, the cash in hand, hey, you may have 30 people, casual clients, but you're only getting five or six per session and you're only getting paid for five or six. But if you do it as the package, okay, you get 30 people, you know they're committed. And if someone's paid for the 10 weeks, there's a pretty good chance they're going to come because they don't want to waste their money. Mm, that's right. So, sorry, continue on from there. I I think the other thing there was as well, we found a niche really, mm. um, you know, so we, you know, the town that we live in, in particular, um, it's a small town and there's a lot of women in particular who are looking for something to do. And, and I think, you know, finding that health and fitness as well and being part of our community, um, that feel like they're part of something to their life I think finding that niche definitely helps um yes. you know if you're in the middle of Sydney obviously that niche is going to be quite different mm. to to my niche but you know being able to target your audience um definitely helps rather than just advertising hey everybody come and come down to my boot camp 100% and like it's even um it's actually easier you've got it hard there Haley. it's it's easy in Sydney <laughs> Like there's 5 million people, you could find the weirdest niche there. There's still going to be hundreds of thousands of them, you know, whereas um, the yeah, smaller right. towns, it's, it's probably a bit harder. So it's, it's great that you've done that. And just to, to piggyback off that as well, say me as a consumer, like if there's just a boot camp that's general for everyone and they try and please, I'm not going to go to that because it's not going to suit me. But if it's like, hey, yeah. here's a boot camp for busy men that you can train hard for 30 minutes and they're all entrepreneurs and you, you know, chat about that. So, hey, sign me up for that boot camp straight away. And it could even be this, a similar trainer, a similar type of training, but just because the way it's, it's marketed, it's going to get me in there. And also once I'm in there, if the style of training is catered to the stuff that I like, I'm going to stay in there. And let's just say, for example, let's use me and a busy mum, for example. Let's say me and let's say your niche there, Haley. right? You, yeah. And let's say you want to run a boot camp and you want to try and please everyone. So you try and attract me and you try and attract that busy mum as well. Well, hey, you're probably not going to attract both of us because the marketing is going to be different. And if mm -hmm. I see a photo when it's all mums there, I'm probably going to be like, eh, I don't know if I'll fit in. And then if the mum sees the photo and it's all 30-year-old men in there, eh, she's probably not going to go because she's not going to fit in. But even if you do manage to get both of us in there, the workout style may be different. I may not want to do the yeah. same workout that new mums want to do. New mums may not want to do yes. the workout that I want to do. So if you try and cater yes. to both of us, neither of us are going to be happy because neither of us are really doing what we want to do. But if you had two separate yeah. ones and you were like, hey, here's the boot camp for that group, here's the boot camp for this group, you could keep both of us happy there. So I, I agree with yeah. the niche. But sorry, continue on. 
yeah, so basically, yeah, we went from, um, so we sort of got to that point where we had 30 or so people signing up to our sessions. Um, and we thought, okay, let's, how can we sort of expand this a little bit more? Um, and so we've at, we did some extra courses, for example, you know, and we've added in, you know, your metafits, your meta powers, you know, your thump boxing. We go and do all the different types of courses, the kettlebell courses you guys have, um, you know, so that we can um, really offer a wide range of um, wide range of classes to the people who come along because they want variety. People don't mm. want to come and do the same thing every single week. They want it to be fun and exciting. Mm. So we went away and we did different courses. Um, and yeah, then we've, um, we expanded the amount of sessions that we offer to now, um, you know, a few years later, we're offering, I think, 18 or so sessions a week. Um, and we have, um, two other trainers who've come on board with me. So who I've employed, um, and yeah, we're at the point now, and this sort of links in, I guess, with what you were just saying there, um, where we've sort of divided up our boot camp a little bit because we've got, you know, a section of them who are extremely fit, you know, who are at one end of the spectrum, but then we've got this other group who are coming in, who are new, have never exercised before. Often a lot of people, you know, have injuries or um, have just had babies, for example, you know, so we've created two different boot camps. So we've got boot camp 101, which is our introductory program. And then with our next program that we um, begin in July will be called the challenger limits program um, and that's for the people who really want to push <laughs> yeah i think you uh, i just heard the name and i was like boot camp 101 i'm not going to go to that push your limits oh hold on you've got my attention there i know i'm not your niche but that's just an example then again where you can yes. attract different people like that yeah yeah, so that's where we're at now. Um, and, yeah, it's just we've also, you know, we try and bring in other businesses who are in our town because it is a small town that actually um, works in our favour. You know, we ask people to um, give prizes and that sort of stuff. Um, and I think by, by bringing in other businesses throughout town, it shows that we're supporting local um, and giving back to the community as well. So... Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much where we are now. <laughs> awesome. I'll expand a few other little key takeaways I got there that I think are essential for success. So Haley mentioned courses. Hey, I'm going to do thump boxing courses. I'm going to do MetaFit. I'm going to do MetaPower. I'm going to um, you know, do kettlebell courses. Now, very, very important because their investments, essentially, if you're running a fitness business, if you're running a boot camp, those courses are investments. And it can be very easy to think of them as expenses. It can be like, oh, no, I've got to spend this much money on, on doing a course. But here's the thing. If you don't invest that money on doing the course, your workouts are going to be super boring. People are going to be doing the same thing over and over. And they're not going to come back and your retention is going to go down. But if you're consistently upskilling, consistently learning new workouts, consistently learning techniques, that's what keeps people coming back. And also, it's just you can help the person more. Like, yes, you can do, uh, you can do include kettlebells in your training if you haven't done a course, but you may not know them as specifically, right? You may not know how to 
fix up every technical flaw. You may not know how to put them together in diff many different workouts or many different exercises. So if you're listening to this, very important to upskill on the workout side of things and think of it as an investment because the more of these courses you do, the better your workouts are going to be, the more people are going to keep coming back because they can't find those workouts anywhere else, which is important. 100%, uh, yep. Now, also the local businesses, very key as well, because it's a win-win side of things. If you can approach a local business, and obviously Haley's got an advantage because she's got 120 clients, but even if she didn't, even if you started off and you've got 20 clients, right? You could go, say you go to a local hairdresser and you're like, hey, what's up? You know, I'm a local personal trainer. I've got 20 clients and, you know, they always are, a lot of them are new to the area and they're always asking, where do I get my hair done? I'd love to send them to one place. Are you cool if I send all my 20 clients to you if they, you know, ask about any hair sort of stuff? What hairdresser is going to say no to that, right? You go to a local, local physio. Hey, what's up? I run a boot camp. You know what it's like in boot camp. Every now and then someone is going to get injured. They always ask me what physio should I go. Are you cool if I send all 20 of my clients to you? right? What physio is going to say no to that? It's such a win for that person there. And then in return, Hey, look, is it cool? Just, you know, just so you can help me out a bit. Is it cool if like, you know, you give, you give away at the end of the challenge, one free hair color to one of my clients, right? Is it cool if you give away one free body scan to one of my clients? Hey, is it cool if in return, you give all my clients a 10% discount off your, your physio services. It's such a win-win like for the local business, why would they not do it? If you've got that group of people and you can send them all one way, it's free advertising for them. And in return, it makes your boot camp or your program better because, hey, now it's not only pay 50 bucks a week and get all my sessions and get all my value ads as well. You also get 10% off every physio session you go to. You also go into the draw to win a free hair and makeup package or, or whatever it may be. So I love that that um, other business side of things. Now, I do have a question. You've obviously expanded now. You run multiple sessions. You've got multiple trainers. That's a common mm -hmm. question that I get asked there, Haley. It's like, and it's, it's one of two things. It's either, hey, I want to hire a trainer, but I can't mm -hmm. find anyone. So if you could let us yep. know a little bit about that. But also there's a, um, there's a thing out there which is like, oh, I don't want to hire a trainer because I want to keep my expenses low. So if you could address both of those issues for us and say, hey, actually by hiring a trainer, it should make you more money, not cost you money. And then also, where did you go to find your uh, trainers and were they good or did you train them up? Let me know everything about that, yeah. that section there. Yeah, so basically um, the two trainers that I have working for me, they are both ladies who were doing my boot camp. Love it. Um, the, the main lady who I have, um, Jackie, her name is, and she... Um, was a trainer previously, but wasn't working, um, but was just coming along to boot camp, loved it. Um, and it just got to the point where I, I said to her, hey, Jack, do you want some work? Mm. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I can. And, you know, we sat down together and we worked out a timetable and what would be good for her. And, you know, and that's one of the things is, you know, if you're the person running the boot camp, is you need to take, be able to take care of those people who are working for you mm. because you want them to do a good job. They're representing your business. Mm. Um, so to be able to, for them to work it around their schedule as well. Um, so yeah, so Jackie um, was already a trainer and then we just put her in place. Um, we sent her away to obviously do um, the training that she needed for specific classes that we run. Love it. Um, and then 
you know, I see that as a really good investment mm. um, because Jackie has a totally different style than I have in training. Mm. And, you know, I, I think our ladies really love that. I think yeah. that they, you know, they know Jackie runs it this way and I run it that way. And, you know, we can actually work that to our advantage because we do team challenges and, you know, okay, Jack's team's going to do this and my team's going to do that. And, you know, people really love that sort of, you know, little rivalry, but it's fun rivalry. Yeah. So it gets everyone involved. Um, the other lady who just just I a quick just a quick question there, Haley. Yep. At what point yep. did you decide, hey, I'm going to have to hire someone? Was it a particular client numbers? Was it a uh, financial yeah. thing? Yeah, it got to the point where um, there was so you know I had a lot of people coming to a session, um, specific sessions, and I thought I need to expand. I need to add more sessions in. We had client demand. Um, at one point, I wasn't running, for example, 5.30 a.m. sessions, but we had a group who work, who wanted to work out before they go to work. So we had to add in 5.30 a.m. sessions. Um, it was the numbers in the sessions as well. Um, they were just getting too big for me to manage by myself. Mm. So adding in extra sessions sort of helped with that. Um, you know, you don't want it, sessions to be so big that people don't feel like they're getting value out of them. They won't come you know, to simplify hundred percent. And to simplify that, like they won't come back. If your sessions That's are right. so big that the person doesn't feel valued, they're not going to come back. So then you're not getting paid yeah. anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it was at that point where I thought, you know, Jackie would be great. And we, we put her in place. Um, and then I think it was, it was just that the, the, the End of last year, one of my um, ladies who come along, sort of helping out, she'd help put equipment in and out, and she's very, very fit um, and very interested in health and fitness. Um, so I said to her, hey, have you ever thought about studying? And she was like, oh, I would love to do that. You know, that would be really good. So um, she got in, um, knuckled in and completed her Cert 3, went away, did some of the courses as well, and she's currently studying her Cert 4. Um, so that's also really great in that we're sort of developing her as well. Um, and, yeah, she just runs two sessions a week. Um, and, yeah, it's it also just provides a point of difference as well. So it gives them that variety. So it's not always me rocking up every day. <laughs> yes. Allows me to do a little bit of the business stuff as well. 100%. Let me expand on a few different things there. So I love how it's just different side of things, right? So say you've got two trainers, Haley and Jackie, not saying one's better than the other, but just having, actually, even if we did, let's say even Haley is better than Jackie. I'm not saying you are, but let's just, let's just assume. I don't know Jackie, right? I know you're good, Haley, but I don't know you how good <laughs> Jackie's Jackie. Jackie's probably better than me. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> with that, right? Let's say Jackie's better than Haley. That's great. But if you have Jackie every single day, you might get a bit bored, right? And let's just use it. Let's yeah. use food as an example, right? I'm a huge, um, I'm a huge steak fan. I love eating a good steak, but I can't have a steak every day. If I had a steak every day, I'm going to get sick of steak. So as long as there's variety in there, it's going to keep me happy. Same thing with the exercise of things there as well. You may have a trainer who may not be as good as you, but if you have them in there, it adds that variety in there and it just gives people a different side on things. Also in terms of the numbers, like 
Haley could only manage so many people on her, on her own. I found myself about 20 is my number. Any more than 20, it just loses that personal touch there. And I would find my clientele would go down. So let's say I was running a boot camp and I was getting 15, 20 people per session. It was awesome. Every single one of them would come back to the next challenge. But as soon as my numbers got up to 25, 30 per session, it would just drop straight back down to 15, 20 because obviously people would come in and not get the support. As soon as I brought another trainer on board and now when I had 30, 40 clients coming to each session, great because I would just have two different groups and you'd only have 15, 20 people per group and it would then be close again there. So in terms of like a, I guess a financial side of things, the advantage to hiring another trainer there is that you can keep growing. There's only so, so many people you can train on your own at the one time. If you bring another trainer on board, that allows you to deal with more clients. And if we use it, let's even do a financial side of things. Can I uh, feel free to say no if you want, but how much yes. do you charge roughly per client? Okay, so it depends. We do different packages. Yep. Um, so let's just uh, say the, an average challenge. Yep. A full challenge is three hundred and forty dollars for the ten weeks. Okay, perfect. So they're paying three forty for the ten weeks. And how much do you roughly pay your trainer? So sixty dollars an hour. Okay, cool. So if we do those yeah. maths there, your average client is paying about thirty-five bucks per per week, right? Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. let's even say my maths isn't good, so I can't work with 120, but let's just say Haley's got a hundred clients. Great. So off that, she would be making $3,500 per week, right? She's paying a trainer 60 bucks. Even if that trainer comes down and just helps out with one session a week, every week, Monday to Saturday, that's $360 she's paying that client there. So of the $3,500 is 400 bucks a big um, expense no. And if you didn't have that, that expense there, you wouldn't be able to cater that amount of clients. It would be a lot less. So by hiring that trainer on board, it allows you to grow your income that way there. And also Haley mentioned more sessions. Like she wasn't running a fight. Was it 5.30 AM or 5.30 PM? Yeah. AM. AM. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Yep. So Haley wasn't running a 5.30 AM session and I don't know Haley's situation, but it may have been like, man, I'm just so busy with life and with work. There's no way yeah. I'm getting up at 4 a.m. And, and doing these sessions on my own. But hold on, maybe if I hire a trainer and I pay them, you do same thing, you do it, whatever, five days a week, you pay them 60 bucks, there's 300 bucks there. As long as you get more than 10 clients signed up for that morning session, you're making your money back. So you can do a bit of analysis. Okay, cool. Hey, if I get 20 people registered for that morning session, okay, I'm making $700. Okay, I pay a trainer $300. Great, I'm making $400 while I sleep, right? So it's a, a, a good way to leverage yourself because there's only so far you can go by yourself. So I, I love that there. Anything to add on that side of things? Or do and we move? can open up a whole other market as well mm. for you, you know? Yes, agree. And also with the bootcamp side of things, it is the easiest way to hire someone. Because let's say you're doing one-on-one -on -one personal training. Yeah, you could hire someone under you, but it's a little harder because if you're charging, whatever, say you're charging 80 bucks a session and you, know, you hire a trainer under you, yeah, you can pay that trainer 50, 60 bucks and they'll be happy, but you're only making 20 bucks off, off that hour there. But in bootcamp, you can leverage a lot more because you're making whatever it is, 300, 400, $500 per, per hour. You can afford to pay that, that $50 there. So I love that. 
My question is now, Haley, marketing side of things. So we pretty much yada yadded from how you got from 30 clients to 120 clients. So that's my question there. We sort of, great, we went from six to 30 by adding the value and you know, getting, getting the, the word out there and speaking to some local businesses and upskilling, but 30 to 120. So now if we've got a trainer that's like, yeah, I'm at, I'm at that 30, I'm getting 30, 40 people every challenge, I'm not at 120. What jumps or what did it take yeah. to get from 30 to 120? You know, I think your biggest thing there is uh, uh, word of mouth. Mm. You know, if you can get people to come along to your sessions and then go and tell five other people about how mm. great your sessions are and how good they feel after being there and what value you provide, um, those five people are going to come and see you, you know? Mm. So if, you know, five people each do that, you know, that's 25 extra people you've got coming to your boot camp. And so it, for it, me, it keeps word rolling, right? if, those, if those five people bring five people, all of a sudden that one person that you've got has turned into 25 people. 100%. And I don't necessarily, when I advertise my boot camps, you know, I do a great flyer up and I put it on Facebook and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, having people from your boot camp in your corner who really value your, your boot camp, they're your biggest advertisement. Mm. You know, um, getting them out there and telling them, telling people about how great they're feeling, that's your biggest advertisement. Um, you know, obviously, yeah, I do use Facebook as well. So I get on and I'll do a paid advertisement when I'm doing a new challenge. Um, I'll put say, you know, I don't know, 10 bucks a day on it. Um, just to get it out there as well. Um, I put it on Instagram, but yeah, hundred percent word of mouth is, is your biggest thing. And if you can provide value to people, then they're going to want to talk about you. Love that. And I'll expand on that a little bit. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's the most power. It's, you've essentially got a no commission sales team, right? If you can get your own clients referring you, you've got a sales team that you don't have to pay. They pay you. That's the best sales arrangement ever, right? You've got people that pay you and they make you more sales. So that's powerful. And it's also the most cost effective, right? Yeah, you can throw dollars on, on Facebook and Instagram and Google and um, Flyers and that sort of thing. And that's obviously great as well. I recommend that too. But your clients can do it for free. So it's, if you can get that, it's great. I think the, the biggest key is you've got to be not even good at what you do, because this is what I've realized, right? So, especially the fitness industry, which is so competitive. This is what I found. If you're good at what you do in the fitness industry, you'll be out of the industry within 12 months. It's just too competitive. It's just, if you're good, you're going to get down the bottom. If you want to get good results, you've got to be excellent at what you do. And it's because like, and I have this conversation all the time, right? And it's because it's changed. Like 10, 20 years ago, you could suck as a personal trainer. You could be a bad personal trainer, but you'd probably stay in the industry just because it wasn't that competitive. There weren't that many trainers. People didn't know. Maybe they just thought personal training was boring, so they just kept doing it anyway. But now it's too competitive. Like if you want to be good at what you do, if you want to have good results, you got to be excellent at what you do. And I speak to trainers all the time that are like, man, I, I don't get it. I'm I'm good at what I do, but I just can't get ahead. And I'm like, well, that's your problem. You're good at what you do. You got to be excellent at what you do. There's, there's a big difference between, yeah, boot camp's okay. Yeah, boot camp's good. And telling five of your friends, hey, you have to come to that boot camp there. Mm -hmm. So my takeaway from there is it's, 
If you're good at what you do, hey, you're going to be out of the industry within 12 months. If you're excellent at what you do, yeah, you'll get good results. But I think next level, like if you're like Haley and you get excellent results, you've got to be outstanding at what you do. So my takeaway listening to this, don't just be like, yeah, I'm good at what I do. Why aren't my clients referring five people? Maybe I should give them a free iPad if they refer people. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work like that, right? It's like, if you are focus on being amazing at what you do, focus on being the best personal trainer in the world, upskill, do the courses, work on your communication skills, work on your retention skills, work on your networking, work on all that sort of stuff there. If you can be amazing at what you do or outstanding at what you do, that's when you'll get those, those good results there. So I, I love that. Hey, we're coming to, oh, sorry, did you want to expand on that? I was just going to say two other things there, Jono, is that you need to 100% care about your clients mm. and what you do uh, and also to be resilient as well. You're going to get a lot of rejections and, you know, people saying, you know, the opposite as well. So you need to be resilient and just keep floating along. That's one of the biggest things. Yes. And I'll, I'll look, my favorite quote, the quote that changed my life, right? When I first started running boot camp, I sucked at it. And it was because I was trying to, what was I trying to do? I was trying to uh, make out like I was so smart, you know? Hey, come to my boot camp. I'm an exercise physiologist. Hey, I'm a, um, a good trainer. Hey, I do good workouts. Hey, I've got a six pack. Uh, I did back then, not now, right? But that's what I was, um, <laughs> you know, that, that was sort of what I was trying to do. But then I heard this one quote, which is, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And I was like, oh, okay, hold on. That, that resonated with me. I was like, well, if I had two trainers, one trainer could be better than the other trainer, right? They could be bigger, they could be stronger, they could be smarter, they could be um, better in every way. But if that trainer doesn't care about me and there's a trainer that's not as good but cares about me more, hey, I'm going to go with that trainer that cares about me. And, I was like, and that was my biggest breakthrough. I was like, you know what? I can be, if I can be the most supportive trainer I, I think I can. I think if I can be the most supportive and the most, the trainer that cares about my clients more than any other trainer, I'm going to win every time. And as soon as I implemented that side of things there, my business grew tenfold. So love that there. And also the resilience as well. And, and to me, that also comes down to niche. If you've got your ideal client, you know exactly what that client wants you know exactly what that client needs. You can cater the sessions to that client. If somebody, um, and not everyone's going to fit into that. So you're going to get people which is like, hey, I don't like your training style. Can you do more of this? But if in your mind, you're like, well, I could. And yes, it may help that one person, but it's not going to help these other 119 people. It's probably best if I just let that person go and say, hey, we didn't, you know, it's, it's not the one for you. So I thank you. Recommend someone else for them. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and it can work both ways yeah. as well. If you recommend down that, hey, look, this isn't really your style, but hey, I know this awesome trainer down there. That trainer may do the same for you, and that's how yes. I believe fitness should work. Let's just say there's <laughs> never going to happen, but to simplify it, let's say there were only two boot camps in town: my boot camp and Haley's boot camp. And let's say we both tried to be generalists. None of our boot camps would be that good. But let's say Haley is like, and just to generalize again, Haley's like, I'm going to specialize in training for women. Everything I do is specific for, um, for if you're a female. And I do the opposite. Hey, I'm going to focus on training for male. Everything I do is specific to if you're a man, right? If we did those, you'd probably get 
both of us would get better results for our clients. We'd probably have the same amount of clients, but both of us would get better results. Whereas if we just were both generalists and half went to yours, half went to mine, well, hey, like they wouldn't get that good result. So um, if you can pair with your competition like that, it ends up as a good thing. So mm. I love that. Hey, we're coming to the end of the podcast here, Haley. There's just a few questions I like to always finish up with. Now, you're obviously a mentor to 120 women out there and also now your trainers that are under you as well. Who are your mentors, Haley? Who has helped you get to this journey here? You know what, John? I um, get on Instagram and Facebook and I follow every single PT that I can come across mm. um, because you know, you get great ideas, um, you see how other people work, you see how things that you want to do, things that you don't want to do. Um, you know, I'd go along to personal training sessions with oh, um, yes. other people in town, um, not necessarily to see what they're doing, but for my own benefit. But mm. out of that, you know, you get to talk with them as well. So you sit down with another personal trainer and go, hey, I'm going through this. Um, you know, are you going through the same thing and you sort of bounce ideas off each other? Um, you know, my long-term clients, a lot of long-term clients that I've had for, say, four or five years, um, I talk with them as well. You know, what am I doing well? What aren't I doing well? What, what can I improve on? Um, but, yeah, every, every, every personal trainer I come across on um, Facebook or Instagram, I follow just to, you know, it's, I think it's great, one, to support each other, but I think it's, um, you know, great to get ideas of each other and share ideas. Um, you guys on um, Fitness Education Online, I'm on there all the time. I love, you know, the videos that you do on there. Um, yeah, so... Different different business people. You mentioned before Simon Sinek. I love him. Um, you know, fitness coaches like Eric Cressy, love him. Um, so, yeah, anyone that you can draw information from, um, get on and um, follow them. Yeah. Love that. And I'll expand on that a little bit. If you're, if you're uh, running your local business and you're like, oh, I don't know who's going to mentor me or, or what to do, the easiest thing is find the best trainer in town. Like I would do... So when I started off, I, I started off in a franchise. So I had an advantage, right? There were 75 different trainers in this franchise and we had a Facebook group and we'd all discuss ideas. So that was easy for me. But just a little other things like I would go to the gym and I would find the instructors, the group instructors that had the busiest classes. And I found it wasn't so much the class. It wasn't so much the time. It was the instructor. There were instructors where no matter what class they did, no matter what time they ran it, their class would be packed out. I'm like, I'm going to go to these instructors' classes and see what they're doing and just learn. So that was a, an awesome yeah. experience there. And also, I've last couple of years anyway, I've always hired a personal trainer. And I've learned, like for myself to train me, and it's just a, a great relationship. Like I learn so much from them. They learn from me. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, um, yeah, just another great way to learn. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't like the group fitness side of things or, or whatever reason, find a personal trainer that's good. Find the most successful trainer in your area and pay them to train you. A, you're going to become fitter and stronger from it. B, you're probably going to become a better trainer because you're learning what they do. C, you're probably going to become a busier trainer because you're also going to learn their, their sales and marketing stuff as well. So I love that. Um, and also as Haley mentioned, there's Facebook and Instagram. So if you don't have anything face to face, just go and follow other trainers, see what they're doing. And that's another thing I learned a lot from as well. One of my good friends, do you know Jonathan Hurdles at all from, um, New York? 
Do you mm -hmm. follow him at all? Yes. Yep. Cool. Yes. Cool. So, geez, must have been about ten years ago now. I was just stumbled across one of his YouTube videos of him actually teaching a boot camp, and I was like, oh, okay. So that's how you do it. That's how much energy you put in. That's where you stand. That's how you get people motivated. And same as, do you know my friend Danielle from Axfit as well? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, cool. Cool. Um, another thing as well, I'd watch her do her sessions and I was like, okay, that's how you run a boot camp there. So even if, because um, obviously, you, hey, you may be the best in your local area, right? You may go to the local area and be like, well, I'm the busiest trainer there. Hey, jump on Instagram, jump on Facebook, jump on YouTube. You've got Haley to follow. What's, is it, where's the best place to, is it the, the Believe Health and Fitness or is it your personal Facebook or? Yeah. The best so place I've got. You? It's two places. I guess if you go um, to Facebook, Believe in Health and Fitness, um, or on Instagram as well, Believe in Health and Fitness, those places, you'll see I always am putting videos up of what we do in challenges, um, different classes, different ideas. I even put home workouts up on there. So, yeah, come along and follow on there as well. Yeah, Awesome. So jump on and follow Haley. You've got Fitness Education Online. You've got my friends Jonathan yep. from BFF Bootcamp. You've got Danny from Axfit. There's, there's plenty of options there. Um, and I also believe, so you do some online training as well, Haley. Yeah, yeah. So we've recently, um, in the last year, gotten into online training. Um, so we offer um, it as a, I guess it's as a package as well. Um, and, you know, where clients get home workouts, they get gym programs, nutritional programs, um, and all of that stuff. And then they're also part of our community as well, our support community. Um, and, yeah, we help them so they can, you know, send the trainers messages as well with questions or anything along those lines. Um, and yeah, I guess it's it's fairly good value um, if boot camp is something that you can't necessarily get to or commit to, um, and you or you prefer to do it from home, um, but you still need some support. Yeah. Yes, and I recommend if you're listening to this and you're not. I don't even know, what is this small town of 12,000 people? I'm sure I've never heard of it before, but let us know the name anyway. <laughs> it's, so it's a mining town um, in central Queensland. So I don't know if you've heard of Mackay at all. I've heard of Mackay. I've never been there. Uh, Mackay, so we're about an hour and 45 minutes west of Mackay. By um, and it's a, or... it's a mining town. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, what I recommend if you're, if you can't get to one of Haley's sessions, cause you don't live an hour out of Mackay, yes, follow her on social, but it may even be an idea jumping on her online program because it sounds like she's pretty good at what she does. And you'll probably learn something by doing Haley's program, learn her workouts, learn her support style, learn her networking style, and that will help you run a busier bootcamp there. So we actually, we have a couple of ladies from Canada, from New South Wales and from Brisbane doing our online program. Oh, so. wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, hey, Haley, that's all we've got time for today. Just before I leave you to it, is there anything I forgot or is there anything I should have asked you but didn't or is there anything you want to leave us with? I think, I think you've covered it, Jono. I think we've talked, <laughs> haven't we? Yeah, I think it uh, went over there. I was like, yeah, let's get out of here at 11.30 and it's 11.40 and we're going, but that's all right. Well, hey, Haley, thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au.
Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.